And before we start this week's podcast, this is Rocky just dropping you a line and making sure to get in our uh, Audible plug before we talk through the whole thing and never get around to it or just make a joke about it later. So go to audibletrial.com slash parts unknown pod and, uh, you know, give us a good look over there. Help us out. Help us keep bringing you this audio majesty. Uh, so yeah, you go there. They have a huge variety of, you know, titles to choose from. I currently, or I'm just about to start listening to uh, Asa Akira's book, Insatiable Porn, A Love Story. And uh, I hear very good things. So that's what I'm going to listen to. If anybody else wants to listen to it, give me your feedback. Let us know via Twitter at parts unknown pod, but unknown spelled a little bit funky. U-N-K-W-N. Somebody had the other name. I don't know. Get mad at them for it. So yeah, audibletrial.com slash parts unknown pod and help us out. And now on to the show. And we're back, coming to you from Parsonown. Once again, these are your hosts, Rocky and Rick. Yep. This episode is brought to you by the greatest. The letter F. Letter F for fantastic. For fuckface. Fantastic wrestling. Not what Rocky's saying. That's that's bad. This is the episode we're going to talk about fucking. What are you talking about, man? This is like Chris Jericho's new uh, phrase. Oh, well, yeah. Calling people fuckface. He has a fuckface t-shirt, I think. Does he? Right no there. way. I mean, it's like censored, but it's basically intimating fuckface. <laughs> you find Ooh, it all there's the Los Angeles high top converse. What, bitch? Uh, anyway, I'm about this it. is about that new Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, what was it? Don't talk, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. yes. It happened on Friday. 6-9 wrestling don't talk. And it... Okay. So... I haven't finished <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, yes, of course I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> it's like the only thing I cared about watching this whole week. Yeah, I know. I actually watched... I saw... I, I watched the main event twice. I watched it later again because I really wanted to now, like... I skipped just, a few matches, like, at the beginning. I let, And well, I started at the Bucks, I think. That was a good match. I saw Osprey. I saw the Bucks. I saw... I don't... If there was a light heavyweight tag, I didn't watch it. Yes, that was a show and yo against... Um, yeah, I figured. Uh, who the fuck is their light heavyweight champion? Oh, Kanemaru and Desperado. Okay, yeah, I didn't watch that. Uh, it's funny, I was watching, or I had playing the Finn Balor documentary before coming to WWE, and uh, what's up with that dumb smirk on your face? Nothing, it's something I'm reading, I'm sorry. Uh, I was watching that documentary, and it's funny because there's uh, some shots of him in Japan, like, you know, getting ready to work his last uh, Tokyo Dome show or whatever, and uh, they're in the dojo, and Sho and Yo are, like, wrestling around when they were still, like, young lions. And there's a bunch of people you see them, like, like the, the Bucks, super young... Young Bucks and uh, and obviously smaller since they're heavyweights now, but I thought that was cool. Oh, wait, let me see. Sorry, no, the the Jericho shirt says, I'm not tranquilo, I'm, I'm uh, F asterisk asterisk kin crazy. So he's fucking crazy. It's not a fuck face shirt, but it should be <laughs> that Alpha Club. Alpha, uh, okay, <clears throat> so I'm gonna say. Let me pull up cage match so I know. I'm going to say my piece 
Go ahead, bro. Right now, this is the the quick thought. I have never. I think that was the great. This is going to be full of hyperbole, isn't it? No, I think I I believe I witnessed probably the greatest match of pro wrestling that I've ever seen in my lifetime of watching wrestling for about let's say twenty years, twenty above twenty years because I forgot when I started and you know comparative with my age now. I really feel that match is probably the greatest wrestling match I've ever seen in my lifetime. And there are a lot of people that have saying that now. There's a lot. And I know there's probably maybe others, but I really... Oh, it was Dominion. We're assholes. That was Dominion. <laughs> Don't talk. We have... You know, we should just skip that whole segment because we already fucked it up from the beginning. <laughs> just cut it. Uh, once again, it's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I How feel... How can anyone take it seriously? I... After I saw that, I really thought I witnessed probably the greatest professional wrestling match I've ever seen. I really did. And I feel... That way, because it was a ginormous, like, perfect storm, where I probably... Match or show? Match. Okay. That match. Kenny Omega versus Okada. That was probably the greatest wrestling match I've ever seen. Be Not withstanding everything else in it, but I do feel that way, because also, I think we witnessed, and I've told my buddy Chris about this, and I, I think I've joked to you about it, too, I really feel that maybe sometime in our lifetime there'll be another title reign as probably incredible as Okada's. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns. Um, uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Brock Lesnar's breaking records, son. He did break Punk's record. They didn't talk about it, but he did. They said it on Raw. Technically, he broke it. Um, but it's well, it's Universal Title or equivalent. Yeah. I mean, four hundred thirty-five days is still holding it longer than Punk. I think Punk was two years, but I yeah. Heard. But it's a title that Punk never held. He he didn't. But they still like. Hey, that's what I'm saying. It's it's Universal Title or equivalent, which is WWE title. Um, carry on. I'm sorry. Anyway, Okada's reign as champion, I think, from, like I said, watching wrestling is probably the best title reign of any champion I've ever seen since me watching wrestling right now. Every match was, like, fucking nuts. I can probably say maybe the Fale match was all right, and the other one that would be an okay match, I think his evil one was okay. I think his evil in G1 was much better, him versus evil, but everything else, like the Shibata match was fucking incredible. The Suzuki match was incredible. The Tanahashi one, all the Tanahashi ones. Uh, the Naito match was great. The first Kenny match. Um, uh, the Osprey match, the Will Osprey one that he did. Uh, I've never, I've never seen it. And Okada is probably one of the probably the greatest wrestler right now. But that match, to me, I think is the best wrestling match I've ever seen, hands down, ever. Maybe there'll be one later, but it's going to take a lot to have two of the greatest wrestlers, I think, in right now happening, have a match to not only end one of the greatest title reigns around, but to have this incredible, just like, just, just perfect storm that just occurred. And it wasn't like, after the match was over, I was like, oh shit, Okada lost. It was, holy shit, Kenny's won. This is an incredible match. And then I was like, oh my God, Okada's reign lost. And I, and I felt it was like two things. I was like, Wow. Wow. The weight of the world came crumbling. It, it was. And it, it made me think afterwards, like, what does Okada do now? Like, what are they going to do for him now? Because this is like, obviously, they're not going to make him be the champion again. You know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of crazy stuff. But that's how I really felt. I thought it was probably the most incredible wrestling match I've ever seen in my life. What did you feel about that before we talk about it? You said a lot there. Um, I don't know. I didn't have that same reaction. I thought it was a very good match. But I also saw it the day after watching, like, the big chunk. I watched it the day after. I mean, I didn't... Yeah, yeah. Well, after watching the big chunk, and even then, like, 
it as an escalation of all the matches that came before it. Yeah. It is like the antithesis of what everybody complains about Star Wars, where people are just like, oh, it's gone on too long. It's so terrible. Why are we watching this? Or this one's just like all those parts lead up to this much better match. Like this match is that much better for it from a storytelling standpoint, from a work standpoint, from spot standpoint. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it the greatest match I've ever seen. I don't have one of those in general. Like I can't put anything well, I, up there. I never had one before that. I, I'm, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm not shitting on mm-hmm. your stance on it. Yeah, yeah, I just don't have that. It probably is one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. But I think that the series of Okada and Kenny just has to be enmeshed. Like I can't pick out just just this match. You know what I mean? Because it is that buildup, right? Like you don't have this match with any without any of the matches that came. Yeah, because everything led to this, right? Yeah, yeah. So as a story, it's probably one of the greatest. I agree with you about the championship reign thing. Yeah, it's it's been compelling just about every single time Mm -hmm. from a storytelling standpoint. Especially like when we don't necessarily know the promos are, we don't see the ins and outs every time. We just really watch like the big shows, and I haven't seen half of those Okada matches. But in watching clips and highlights, and which ones have you seen? Oh, most of them. Because I know you saw the Suzuki one, because we talked about that. I saw that one. I saw the Marafuji one. That one was fucking awesome. Uh, Shibata, Kenny. I haven't seen, like, Evil. I saw Naito. Uh, I didn't see the most recent Tanahashi one, which I know is really, really The good. last one, yes. Uh, I didn't see Fale, but I'm sure I'm not missing anything it's okay. on that one. The Evil one is okay. His uh, Evil match in G1 was much better. I saw the Kenny one at Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of them. It was the Cody one, which is whatever. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's the one I mean. Yeah, Cody. the Cody. Because Kenny was the Ishii. Uh, oh, the Ishii match was awesome. See, I didn't see that one, but Ishii is always awesome. So, uh, not having seen all of them, but knowing the scope, right? It was what, two years? Right? Yeah, man, two, year two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two years of rain, and... Every match was different. I well wasn't. worth it. Yeah. And it's true what Kenny said in his like post-match interview. Okada's the best. Yeah, man. Right? He is, he is the unsung best, too. Because people always are just like, oh, oh, Kenny or this. Okada's like the quiet, you know. Like, he is the workhorse best. You know what I mean? Because categorically, he, he ticks every box. He sells. He has good offense. He... He looks believable mm-hmm. and he looks good, like firing up. It doesn't look like he's dying when he's taking, like when he's on the defensive. He puts on, he's versatile. He, right? Like he drop kicks. He does like heavyweight moves. He does but a drop kick. <laughs> I, but I'm saying, like, well, that kicks. match he did three, I think, or two or something. I'm saying, like, he drop kicks. He goes up to the top. He's like Tanahashi, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of cut from a similar cloth where Tanahashi, for being a big guy and, and, Looking like the what a Japanese heavyweight anyone could imagine, right? Mm-hmm. Big stock, you know, big like, stock guy. Yeah, he's and, a... But he's really agile, and he does like high flying, like high impact moves. And Okada doesn't do as much of those, but Okada, if anything, is closer to Randy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Randy will do his things here and there. Uh, Okada, I think, is categorically better than Randy. Yeah, but, I mean, Randy, but from, Randy's a very good wrestler. Yeah, yeah but yeah. from from like the style of work or, or wrestling or whatever you want to call it, to mm-hmm. not be too smarky, uh, Okada well, he, is just hands down the best. You yes. know what I mean? I actually, I think Okada is probably the best wrestler living yeah. right now. Not my favorite, but he is the best. Yeah, I think him and Kenny. Yeah, like I, mean, I prefer Tanahashi's Kenny. a fucking incredible too. But. Yeah, I prefer Kenny. I just find Kenny to be that much more compelling. Because I think he, right, like, Okada's real stoic, mm-hmm. 
And and I like Kenny because he he has a little bit more fluidity with his character, and he can go. He he hits more types of things, whereas Okada is just always kind of towing the line, and he's just like, he's that baby face. You know what I mean? He is. He he is, he is like the baby face of Vince's wet dreams without Vince knowing it, because he's effectively that. He's a handsome guy who he's tall. Work. He's like six something. Right, handsome, good, like tall guy. He can work a hell of a match. He can go for a long fucking time. Like these last few matches with Kenny have have shown. You know what I mean? And like the only thing he's lacking, I think, for a Vince is that he doesn't necessarily draw you in just by looking at him. Right. Like Nakamura does that. Mm-hmm. He just stands there and you're just like, I want to know more about this guy. Yeah. He has that charisma. Right. Okada is, is missing that. But that's what I think Gato does for him. I mean, you know Okada I mean? has and, and the character in the character. Yeah, Okada has charisma when you see him. And he has that like no, I think he, I think he has presence. He does. He's he doesn't got good facial and have charisma. I think the character that they've built around him is kind of like lends charisma. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because he he looks like the rainmaker, like the the chains and the big coat with all the flash and kind of pop and circumstance built in. They work against what the performer does. Yeah, you know. So like in that, like they're a complete package. Right. Or even Tanahashi, I think he's more charismatic. Like he draws you in a little bit more. He's a little bit more fun. He has the fucking air guitar. Yeah. And like he plays to the crowd a little bit more. Okada doesn't do that. He's just working. The whole time he's just like putting on a match. And I mean, like even Kenny has more charisma with the like Rise of the Terminator and the fact that he kind of interweaves like all these things that he likes, like all of his nerdy shit, like when he would Hadouken and all that other stuff. But I actually that being said, yeah, you go. Okada is like top tier, like yeah. super top tier. I think, yeah, I don't think anyone comes and I love if I'm going to, and it's a shame because, you know, after seeing this show, it's like, you know, new Japan usually kind of is like, Oh, now I gotta watch WWE. And it's like, whatever. And there's a lot of people oh, that, that like, how I felt. yeah. And then I'm, I'm raw. I was like, Oh man, that is fucking raw. I just came back from one of the greatest fucking matches <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah, and now no. I got to watch people that I know are really good. But like, just being kind of, or they well, they weren't in that wrestling capacity that they could be. Like Seth Rollins wasn't in like awesome Seth Rollins wrestling match mode. Like he wasn't around. It right, was just right. like he was in that guitar segment, and I was like, man, if Seth had had a match, I would have been really happy. But and I think Seth on Raw is probably the best worker that they have. That oh. guy's he fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's just like, Hands I mean, down. but it's it sucks because it's like. Well, oh well, the, WWE. You know, there's the competition out there that's blowing you away, hands down. But it's this like, is the thing, right? But they're two very different products, right? Like I was trying to explain to my they brother, are they're big time. Too I was trying to explain brother. to my brother, right? Like New Japan is where you go for athleticism. Well, that's a that's also a serious, realistic sport. Take. That's what I'm saying. You go, yeah. you go for athleticism. You go for sport. Yeah. You know what I mean? WWE. You go for you know it's a it's a popcorn movie. Well, it's entertainment, as that's what they're yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, what I'm saying. Like, you just go to be kind of, to, to, uh, fuck, what's the term I'm looking for now? Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's whimsy, it's a flight of fancy, it's, uh, escapist to a degree, or, uh, you know, you have to kind of put that skepticism away a little bit and just be like, all right, man, I'm going to, I'm going to buy into this world of just like silly things or a man doesn't even wear a bulletproof vest anymore now he wears a shirt that's reminiscent of this bulletproof vest <laughs> i uh, mean hey look don't get me wrong i like some characters in wb and i like a lot of the wrestlers well and that's the other I thing mean, takeovers below the regular wd rosters over yeah that's the other thing i think the difference 
is like the Marvel DC difference, mm-hmm. right? Where people are like Marvel feels real and DC just feels like these archetypes. Mm-hmm. You know, WWE feels just like you have this guy and, you know, they're all archetypes. Whereas in New Japan, you have these wrestlers and then they, you know, some of them have some character, but they're really just like personality types turned up, you know, in WWE, you have like characters you do because you're supposed to be a gimmick you're supposed to be a right character. right, right. Yeah. you're you're a thing you know what i mean uh new japan it's not but i will say this i think that kenny okada is like the modern or new japan version of a rock austin where you have two guys vying to see who's the absolute best <laughs> well yeah he did finally beat him <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. you got two guys i don't even know who is who in that one because, like, you can kind of make the argument that they both are both roles. Well, I'd put Kenny as... I mean, if we're going to look at it from a silly standpoint, Kenny would be Rock because, in the end, Kenny... Rock... Uh, Okada would be his Stone Cold because Rock could never beat Stone Cold until that yeah, final match. But, but that's one layer of it. I think yeah. you can look at it the other way, right? Where Kenny, out of the gate almost, was a much bigger presence in New Japan. Like, you know, you... We're going to pay attention to him one way or the other. Yes. If it wasn't the trash can, it was the broom. It was like being really over the top of the selling, you know, more like Stone Cold, who was just kind of like, he's going to get your attention. And Okada has to rise to meet that expectation. So in that way, like you can almost make the argument that they're the other way around. So that's why I think they can be both. Right. But I think that's the closest similarity you can draw to like the level of excellence that these guys have put on Mm -hmm. for the past two years. You know, like only in retrospect, can you really realize the change in Kenny from light heavyweight to heavyweight and in performance and match quality? I mean, he always put on good matches mm. like him and Kushida put on awesome matches. Yeah. You know, but now it's it's that much better. You know what I mean? Because you have not a higher caliber, but you have a different match style altogether. I will say, though, I, I do miss Kenny's cleaner gimmick because I just like that look. <laughs> With the little tights and the, the, no, the, the leather jacket yeah. and the fucking... I just like how he looks saying, Like, he wore the trunks with the leather... No, he was pants. Or, was well, he? No, that was heavyweight Kenny. That's when he started wearing Oh, yeah, when he pants. switched to the elite, he became the, the pants. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, But, yeah, he was the trunks and the... I just like his cleaner look. Yeah, yeah, with the glasses and the, and the like, PVC Permed hair, yeah, and the coat. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. Does it look like the fucking guy, and, the Terminator fucking the broom. That was when he became Elite Goofy Kenny, yeah. No, when. no, that was before Elite Goofy Kenny. <laughs> Elite Goofy Kenny was, like, they're all wearing colorful pants and, like, with fringe on the side. And then he was Princess Jasmine on that uh, Halloween show. <laughs> with Marty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh. But, yeah, I mean, so, I don't, I'm not going to fully agree with you, but, yes, yeah, so it was a fucking phenomenal match. But I will say this. Jericho Naito it was fucking close. Okay, that was so a really good match. So all right, well hold on, hold on. You saw the main title belts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw from the from Bucks young, on Young Bucks on. Okay. I I was half paying attention to the six man with Cody and Marty and Hangman. Oh, the Ray it. thing. Yeah, I watched yeah. that. I was kind of kind of paying attention to the Never Belt. Really, it was it was all right. The uh, Goto. Um, I didn't see it. Goto Elgin and yeah, I know Elgin won that one and Taichi. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Elgin won it. So all Wait, the and Taichi? Yeah, Taichi. Taichi was in that triple threat. He moved himself into it. You're thinking of Taiji Ishimori. But it's not Taiji. I'm talking Taiji about Taichi. Suzuki Goon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just like, he doesn't belong in any of these matches. He was in the Never Openweight because he weaseled himself in. Because now he's trying to go to heavyweight stuff. So yeah. I see. Okay, whatever. I'm glad I missed it. I was all right. It was whatever. Um, I, I, 
Michael Elgin doesn't do it for me like that. Like, I always liked when he was around, and then after his whole like sexual harassment thing, he disappeared, and then he yeah, came yeah. back. He's actually he looks he very, lost weight too. He lost a lot of weight, but he looks much better now. But what I'm saying is, like he's he's kind of bland like that. You know what I mean? Like That's, that was his whole problem in Ring of Honor. He I've was watched mega his, bland man. yeah, I've watched his matches, and like as a as a performer, it's not bad. Like it's I'd, I'd call it pretty good, <laughs> but he is missing something that makes you give a shit about him. Also, the giant pirate on his back is distracting sometimes. I'm like, he's a what? He's a goofy pirate. The back of his tights, depending on which, uh, or his. Oh, singlet. I thought he had a tattoo that I was like, I didn't no, no, notice. No, 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 no. The back of his singlet has like a pirate on it. I don't know. It's a big Mike. Who knows? Big Mike. All right. So you were saying about the main belts. I was just wondering which ones you saw. Okay. So talk to me about the uh, Kenny. I mean, Naito Jergo. I just. What do you think? I just thought it was dope. Like one. No way. That, well, that's not no way that I did that. I thought Jericho was winning, but. I thought it was very likely that Naito would beat him and that's how he would I, get his I shine. Thought, I thought Naito would beat him and then I was looking at something and I saw Jericho like standing with Naito. I'm like, nah, he probably lost. And oh, he just, he just hit him. And then I saw match. I was like, holy shit, Jericho fucking won this. Twitter thing. ruined that for me. Well, after this, I did not go on because I was like, I know. Yeah, you didn't go on Twitter at all. Well, I don't even, I have them on my Facebook and my Instagram and I'm like, I know they're going to post pictures and I stayed away until I just watched it. And no, I, I, I go on 4chan and on the video games board, lo and behold, there's a thread. It's like, it's like, what game lets me play a character that takes forever to finally win a belt and it pays off in the end? And I was like, oh, my God. And showed a picture of Kenny Omega. And I was like, Ugh. well, for me, it was uh, <laughs> I, I mean, we had discussed it, I'm sure. But I assumed Kenny would win this and I'm glad he did. What I didn't know that Twitter also ruined for me the next morning was uh, I tapped the wrong thing or I got a notification as I was doing something else and it opened Twitter and the photo was. The Golden Lovers and the Bucks. And I was just like, oh. And uh-huh. I saw the belt. Like, he was holding on to the belt. Like, that's Fuck. that's the one I saw. It was Kenny, and he was doing the gunpoint with all him in the belt. And I was like, ooh, okay. I was like, all right, well. I, was, I woke up, was going to work, and I was like, let me just look at something while I put on clothes. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I got super <laughs> sick, because I was going to watch the beginning, and when I come home, I was going to watch the rest. I was like, well, at least I know Kenny won. That's awesome. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> so uh, so that that was a surprise. The, night, the Jericho thing? Yes. But... Good match. It was especially for Jericho, who like not that not that he's necessarily lost a step because I don't think he has. I think he pivots really well to like you know do the Heyman accent your strengths, hide your weaknesses. As he's an older dude and he doesn't wrestle nearly as much as he was a few years ago, you know like it looked at the end maybe he was selling it, but it looked like he wasn't blown up to shit. But you could tell that he was just like I'm tired. Uh. But uh, I thought the match was good, and I liked that it was really physical. There was a lot of blood in that match. That was. It was, you know, I agree with, like, what Don Callis said, that it was, like, a Bruiser Brody match and yeah. shit. And it that's how f- Jericho's been carrying himself in Japan, apparently. Like, from what Don Callis says, what Jericho says, he was just like, I don't give a fuck. And you can kind of tell. Like, he treats people like shit a lot. Yeah, it was an... It was an awesome fucking, like, straight-up street fight. It was just right. guys getting juiced everywhere. Uh, just how they beat the shit out of each other. They got the, they were the ability that they didn't, they wouldn't drag out the match. They did the whole thing in the beginning where they fought outside the ring. Right. That powerbomb through the fucking table. That was the safest powerbomb I saw once they slowed it down. Mm-hmm. But when you first saw that thing, yeah, I was like, oh disgusting. my God. I was like, holy shit, because those stupid Japanese wood tables are so thick. But then when yeah. they slowed it down, I was like, okay, he hit it with his butt and it snapped it like that. But I thought he just went right through it. I mean, and just like the power driver, that was the safest power driver on a table oh, I've ever probably, seen. The, it was first, I think, he did the powerbomb and then they then they yeah, DDT'd wh- Naito, like, and he just kind of like bounced off the table. I was like, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then he, then he piled around on the table. I was like, oh my God. Even though so I that know was a it's really not, safe power driver because Jericho was holding on to the barricade the whole time. 
And like, you know, you, you can see his arm bend as he's going down and he doesn't come close to hitting it with his head, but it looks impactful. It did. And even Naito's like, you know, his like second wind or go. I mean, he was, he was fighting off that whole beginning of the match. I think, well, Jericho had that basically match the whole time. Jer- yeah. Jericho was more on the offense that whole match than anything. And Naito just took all that shit. But when he comes back, like toward the middle end of the match, it was believable. Like it didn't feel out of nowhere. You know what I mean? The fact he hit, like, I think he hits a Destino or, or two. Uh, but Jericho kicks. Oh yeah, because one of them he grabs the rope. Like he doesn't even kick out. Yes, he, like, he, he just grabs, he, he grabs the rope. rope. And I know Jericho countered one with um that weird fucking Gonzo bomb into the goddamn Boston Crab. Right. Oh yeah, that was gnarly. yeah. Where it was off the second rope. Was like, oh my god, he's gonna break his head. Like he like he did the Gonzo bomb. Which no, if you don't know what the Gonzo bomb is, it's when I think it was Misawa versus uh fucking I forgot his name. He was trying to powerbomb Misawa and he couldn't lift him up. He was so tired and he just dropped him on his goddamn neck in a powerbomb formation. And it looked like that when he dropped off the yeah, second yeah. rope. I was like, oh my god. And then he But in, in the slow-mo, like you can see that like he's, he's, he's fine. Yeah, yeah, but it was like holy yeah, shit. Yeah, and I thought he hit head first on that <laughs> yeah. shit. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um Jericho, I think we talked about this the other time when Jericho's first match that him reinventing himself is like one of the only few guys that I ever see it do nowadays. And, and, think, and done well. Yes. And you know why I think it's he could do it? It's because he's gone for so long that he can come back as a new guy. Right. And he was gone long enough for New Japan that he, this Kenny was way different from the one that wrestled Omega. This Kenny, this Chris. Well, I think it's also because... And he wrestled so different than his regular WWE stuff. You've never yeah, seen this. Yeah. This is just... This is... This you is could brutality. See, it like, was. Brutality, Jericho. And you could see Jericho being... This is Jericho, like, I want to say unhinged, but it's like, I'm, I'm in a place, corked. yeah, I'm in a place that doesn't have certain regulations that I can do, so I'm just going to be what the fuck I need to be, right. this fucking crazy evil madman. And he was. He did... I mean, just the face paint. Yeah, Jericho had the, the weird, st- uh, the, like the uh, clockwork orange mm-hmm. shit going on. Him wrestling was super, more bruiser fighting than Jericho ever does. Yeah, he did a lion salt, and obviously the lion tamer as well as Jericho, which is the two WWE things he did, but that whole match was just him beating the shit out of this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrestled nothing like WWE Jericho. But I, I like it that you can see the escalation, right? Because in in the uh, Kenny-Jericho match, right, the Alpha versus Omega match, Mm-hmm. Which was awesome. It was about like who was the best. Yeah. So he came out in his little alpha tights. The goat tights. And no, it wasn't it the alpha. No, ones? I think it said goat. It said goat. He still wore the same fucking little short from uh, the. No, I thought he changed the back of it. I thought the back said something. Different. I think what he up? said. Yeah. I think he go, but it looked like the same trunks that he yeah, had. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. It's the same glittery, sparkly ones. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was gonna do the list too in this match because he pulled that paper and he signed it, and I thought it was yeah. gonna be the list, but he just signed the thing. <laughs> um, but I think in this one, it felt more personal. Yes, because he was more aggressive. He was right. like hyper. Let's beat the shit out of each other. You no, know? and then all the videos and and the fact that like Naito didn't sell any of them. Oh yeah, like he just didn't care. Right, right. Like there was a video that New Japan posted on YouTube, like behind the scenes Naito, where he's just like, again without translation, but you can make out the fact that he's just mocking Jericho for shooting that thing in portrait, not landscape. <laughs> there was there was that one too. It was the one on one of the Super Juniors nights when it was him in the hotel room, and he's like, "Yeah, when you just stop talking in your hotel room," and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. "Stop filming on your stupid phone, you know," and then I'll care and all this stuff like that. Yeah, like mad disrespectful. So you can tell that Jericho is just like, "I'm gonna have to beat some respect into you." Yeah. Uh, but the fact that he won was shocking. But I was like, cool. Like, I don't, I'll watch more New Japan Jericho. So, okay. Well, going on that, they just put up the schedule for a lot of the people for the matches. Yeah. Jericho doesn't show up, I think, for until like three more pay per views or something. I mean, like he kind of, he doesn't show up at the Cow Palace, which I figured he would at least, eh. which is their next show. Yeah, yeah the San Francisco. Uh, which Kenny is versus Cody there, but that was obviously yeah, yeah. build up once you saw the end of that match. 
Um, but Jericho doesn't show up for like a while. He becomes like a Brock Lesnar where he disappears for like two pay-per-view streams. Well, I mean, he says he says in his uh, aftermatch that he was just like, you probably won't see me or I don't know when the next time you're seeing me because I'm going to probably be healing from this match or whatever he says. Like something alluding to the fact that like he's not going to constantly be around, but he's coming back at least. Yeah, I forgot one more time to defend and then every subsequent defense. Yeah, they, they talked about it. Uh, they have their their match their card list and he's on one of them but it's like i think two pay-per-views down the line and i forgot who he's supposed to be against but that's when he's going to show probably up. evil i think it's evil yes yeah, i believe it's run evil. in after the yeah to the beat down uh it'd be cool if he holds it and he loses it at fucking their whatever it's called, wrestle kingdom yeah yeah uh i could see that happening um but that match was great that was also a different story thing but yeah naito got he was bloody like in his above his eye it was like, a, yeah it was his, his eye, eyelid and then it was either the back of his, his ear or his cheek his yeah, cheek yeah. it was just traveling in one direction but I yeah tell he got fucked way. up uh but that match was great uh yeah it was really good like and then what was the finish it was a fucking uh it was code breaker, breaker. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah he he uh pushed him into the ref he fucking low blowed him and yeah, then code breaker yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a solid, solid match. And again, for, for Jericho. And I really like that he was just black pants, boots. That's it. Yeah, man. He was wearing his like Nothing jeans crazy. and his fucking, yeah. That's yeah. It, yeah. Uh, then the match before that was Hiromu and Osprey. Another Very, really good match. Very good match. Very good match. Romo, awesome. Hiromu is probably one of the best. Wrestlers. You know, if I didn't say Okada was the best wrestler, I'd say Hiromu was probably in. I would have to fight for Hiromu being in the top five, but he's been that way for like ever. Did you finally see the finals match with him versus Ishimori? That no. shit's fucking crazy. I have to say it. That shit where they, um, I think it's Ichimori, Hurricane Ron is him down the stairs in the fucking. Mm-hmm. The rampway? The, uh, no, not, um, it's not Sumo Hall, Corkin Hall, the one where they have those huge stairways. Mm-hmm. They're up on the second row and he fucking Hurricane Ron and Hiromu rolls down the gun and I'm like, oh my God, nice. what are you doing to your fucking body? He also did it to someone else, I think Desperado, one of the earlier nights, but he runs from across the arena to the hallway Hiromu and he drop kicks him on the cement. Like they both just fucking go. That match, nuts. I think that one may be a little bit better than the Will Ospreay one, but I could feel that they, Ospreay loves falling on his fucking head and they, he toned himself down this match. But yeah, it's yeah. still so awesome. I think the craziest thing was that, which Hiromu always does, that sunset flip powerbomb yeah, to the yeah. outside. And I know they think they were going to move. They moved the thing. Yeah, he hit the like thing. half and half. Yeah, they moved it. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to do it in the cement. Oh, fuck you. Like, this is going to hurt. But then he still didn't hit it. But I was like, oh, it still hurts, though. But God damn it. Yeah. Uh, that was nuts. That match is great. Yeah. Uh, that match is actually on Cage Ranch, at least. It's ranked higher than the Jericho Naito one. I don't know if I agree fully, but I mean know. it's it's an awesome match. Yeah, I mean like the counters that fucking those they, last three matches were all like top tier. There's the there's a time that they do what is it? Um, Osprey hits the reverse Rana and Hiromu mm-hmm. pops up and hits his yeah, reverse yeah. Rana. I'm like oh my god! And there's that other move. I think Osprey looks like he lands on his head or someone. Osprey does that weird power bomb thing off the second rope. I forgot what it was. Uh-huh. Some sometimes I flip power bomb or some shit like that, but. That was a great match. It was, it was a very flippy match. Hiromu wins with he does time the, bomb. Yeah, he does the plunger, uh, plunger whatever thing, and then he lifts him up and time bombs him and stuff. Hiromu's awesome. Like yeah. hands down, probably one of the best. I, I like that he came out with his broken Super Juniors uh, trophy. Oh yeah, you know, and it says a lot for Hiromu. Hiromu's like crazy charisma, and he's a guy that got a fucking doll over. Yeah, no. like Daryl, and I always want I to import that guy in the, in the crowd with Daryl. There's been so many people with Daryl, and I and I really want to import a Daryl doll because it's so fucking funny. Yeah, um, I saw one of those big Nakamura like scarf things or chaos ones. Well, yeah, I mean you can get those flags all the time. You'd have to get yeah, it, but through, you still have to get it from Japan from their store. There's a website that imports that shit for them, yeah. but um, 
Hiromu's awesome. I think Will Ospreay's fucking awesome too. Yeah. But those guys, the way, the level that they go at, they're not going to last for a long time. And I know it's like a thing, but, um, and then. Well, it's really funny because like, especially comparing that, like, I'll, I'll get eventually to six man tag. But when you compare that type of match to the type of match that the Bucks had. The Bucks was a great match. The Bucks was an awesome match. And it was so not you know spot monkey type match like they that, haven't been that way he had in that so whole long. story about his fucking foot and everything well the foot story the back, Matt's yeah. back that has still been acting up and it was just like there wasn't a lot of overdoing it you know what i mean even they were even tame on super kicks well i mean i feel like because now they're in that heavyweight territory so they're they can't i mean not that they can't but it's like i mean that was like a staple of the young bucks like go back three Three years ago? Well, around the time we started this podcast. And the whole, the, well, to give anyone that didn't watch it with the whole story with, uh, what was it, Nick's foot? Was the fucking busted foot? Well, Nick kicks the He the kicks ring the post. post and and he, that's what fucks up his foot. It fucks up his foot. So the whole match, yeah, he couldn't do a lot of the kick stuff. They tried to do the indie Taker and he fell off. And that was a great spot, I thought. Yeah. Where he fell. And then they did the indie Taker to them later, Evil and Sonata. Who were a very good tag team. It was, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one is actually ranked higher than Jericho also on Cage Ranch. I think it was a very good just match. Just a little bit. But yeah, it was, For, it was an awesome match. I mean, I like a lot of the Bucks matches when they're just them two against another team. But I think this one was probably an awesome storytelling match with the yeah, whole yeah. foot thing. And the finish was great with the more bang for your buck where they turned it. He finally could get up on the top rope right, and, right, right. and stuff. Yeah, I didn't think that that was going to be the finish. I was because surprised. Because that was the only thing they could do. Right, right, right. Couldn't do a foot thing. So, yeah. And even then, it was just like to hot, you know, like do the whole uh, fireman's carry uh, I don't know. It's the roll, right? It's the, yeah, yeah, the roll. Like fireman's, fireman's carry roll, and then he does the four fifty, and then the other, and then the brother does and the, the moon salt. salt. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also great man, a great moment. No melter driver, no any of that stuff. He couldn't, he couldn't. Yeah, right, yeah. right? But I'm saying, like, it was it was well structured, and I think they really did their part in that match to not be Nick sold awesome too. Over like that whole foot thing was great. Like he, I, it was believable. It wasn't like ah fuck. It was yeah, like yeah. not wrestling believable. It was like it was like oh shit, this looks like some dude who yeah, fucked yeah. his foot up. Especially the the whatever sound, if whatever they hit to make the sound of him kicking the post mm-hmm. sounded like fucking hurt. Yes. Um. So yeah, and then the six man bullet club. It was uh, pretty good. Ray's still fucking awesome looking for yeah, like yeah, so what is he forty nine? I, I really like that half mask. I want to get the shirt because because I I think. According to what is being said, obviously he's going to WWE because he's doing his stuff. Mm-hmm. So no one, he's not on any of the upcoming shows for New Japan. Mm-hmm. So who knows when he's going to show up in WWE? And I feel that shirt that he has, the King of Lucha for New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. I think is going to be one of those ones that quickly disappears. Could be, and I'd like it. I wonder it's, if it's on Pro Wrestling too. Uh, it's a cool looking shirt. Uh, his half mask is weird because every time I look at him, I try to find where his mouth was in the paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Where's your mouth, bro?" It looked good. Um, it was that Drago level where you're like. The face. Or Pentagon, where he has sometimes the weird mouth that I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he looked good for the time that he was in. You know, he's still fucking so smooth. And um, what's his name? Uh, fucking villain. Marty Squirrel was in the spots perfectly for him. Yeah. And he did that flip into the DDT thing. It was great stuff. Yeah. It was a cool match. I mean, it was a, it was a match to hype up the legends and stuff. And I think it was. Yeah, it was fun. Like, yes. It was, it was more fun than being like, who's going to be a technically amazing match? Yeah, it was but just yeah, there. It was, still, it was still quite good. I mean, you know. You got Liger, who's always on point, uh, Tanahashi, and Ray. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't get much better than that. And, I mean, I I don't dislike Cody. I actually like Cody as a performer. He's not like, you know, when you're comparing him to the rest of New Japan, it's not, you know, it's an unfair basis for comparison because I think his stuff tends to be more like WWE still, like character work and 
you know, being kind of a shitbag heel. And yeah, he's whatever. he's good in those sense. And it's funny. I feel like Cody's gimmick is to ironically make people hate Bullet Club. Like he's like that character. Like, God damn it, Cody, get out of Bullet Club because you fucking I hate your character because I feel like you're destroying this thing. And then you have been that I love. Yeah, but I don't like Bullet Club anymore because you're here and a lot of the shit's dumb. And I don't like I don't like the so new iteration of is, is gone. Yes, I don't like the new iteration of Bullet Club. And now you're part of it. But I really like, like Hangman. Hangman's gotten much better than he is. That he uh, that he first showed up like I guess I I didn't see his like first first stuff. What he, he I felt like when he first showed up there he was just like a Chase Owens and Chase Owens is still like whatever to me. I mean but. Chase Owens is just he's a technically sound performer. He's just missing like that character thing. Yeah, you know. Um, but um, but Cody's Cody's good. But he's Cody. Like I think it was that joke when I remember when I when he wrestled Okada originally for the belt. I was like, he. Everyone was like, whatever about him. I was too. It's like, oh, Cody gave Okada one of his first, like only like maybe four and a half star matches, not like almost that close five star. It's like Cody, you never break it. And I feel like the Kenny versus Cody match will be good, but nothing like the Kenny Omega matches that I expect of this quality now of him having nuts fucking matches because it's like Cody's good, but not like you know on that level of these two gentlemen. Um, well, he also falls more on the Ring of Honor side of that spectrum. Like, I think Cody's good for Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, he's just not necessarily New Japan good, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, they're so proficient, technically. And I mean, even the even the young boys start off kind of further ahead than Kenny could be from a technical standpoint, just because, like, WWE doesn't put emphasis on that. And that's where the bulk of his, you know, wrestling training comes from or pro wrestling training comes from. So I think since leaving WWE, he's actually gotten a lot better. Cody? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like there's just, you know, it's just a thing. I don't know. Smarks. You know, it is. Uh, and I mean, you know, then there was other matches that I don't care. I mean, I saw them all. Uh, I forgot the opening. So I think it was the, ACH. Uh, Desperado and... Uh, no, it was the junior tag Oh, match. yeah. Desperado Kanemaru versus Sean uh, Yo. Yeah. Then David Finley and Juice versus Jay White and Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi, yeah. And then Suzuki and Zack versus that was a cool match. And, and Yano. It was, it was a good match because fucking Suzuki and Ishii, bro. That's true. The whole match was... Uh, the Yano stuff was Yano, you know, as per usual. But He's my favorite. It was Yano and Zack Sabre, and Sabre was just fucking like, let me put you in every goddamn hold I can put Yano in and make him scream. And then Suzuki and Ishii came in, and it was just two guys fucking yelling at each other and slapping and beating the shit out of each other like what you'd expect. And then in the end, you know, uh, Sabre puts Yano in a hold, Ishii comes in, and Suzuki gets him in a fucking hold, and they're just double holding them, and then they then Yano taps out. But it was really, it's a good match. I mean, Suzuki's fucking awesome, always to watch, and him versus Ishii, and Ishii's like, I feel Ishii's like this weird wrestling monster that they keep in a hyperbolic chamber until it's like, hey, come on and do a four-star match. Thank you very much. Like, every match I always see Ishii in, it doesn't matter what it is. When he comes in, I'm like, fucking Ishii, like, put on that four-star goddamn match. Go away now. Go back to sleep and don't fuck up, you know, just, you know. It's funny. Their next match on their match card list is them, finally, for the British heavyweight title that Ishii holds in the Britain Tour. I don't know if that'll be on a uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, uh, NGPW World, but who knows? I'd like to see it. But then again, I'm a big fucking Suzuki Mark and that guy for his age. I, he is the most incredible wrestler. Also, um, after that was, but, I mean, that's it. Then it was Mike Elgin that we already talked about. Yeah, that's yeah, big it. Mike. We've talked about all the other matches. Get to Raw. <laughs> sure. And get to uh, makes no me Way sad. Jose versus uh, Kurt Hawkins. Sure, that was this week's. Yeah, yeah let's talk about it. 
Um, whatever. We can just fucking bypass this and talk about the actual pay per view and <laughs> what we get. Takeover is probably really obviously like a takeover. Usually, this is going to be fucking tear the house down. And- Wait, there's a Bullet Club Pac Man shirt. That's weird. Sorry, carry on. What about that Golden Elite? Golden I actually Elite. Really- <laughs> <laughs> um, so Takeover is probably going to blow the house down like it always does. We have Johnny Gargano and Ciampa are probably going to have the best fucking match this whole weekend like they always do. And it's really funny. I feel like that Gargano-Ciampa feud probably was supposed to just be a one and done, but it was yeah, yeah. such a good match that it's like, yeah, why let's, would just, you? let's just keep it going until it's done. Because it's like, holy shit, these guys are like, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I got fired. No, you're back. I'm back, baby. Ah, oh, shit, I'm broken. Let's do it again. Street fight. I mean, each match they've had has been fucking incredible. I still think that last match was nuts as shit. And I think it was one of the few, it was one of the few five-star matches that WWE's ever had. Um, uh, so I think this match is going to be awesome. A street fight, they're going to go fucking nuts. Uh, I think the Lars versus Alistair is going to be okay. I think Alistair's going to have to carry that a lot, you know. I don't see... I just don't like Lars. I don't see Alistair Black losing that shit. That'd be fucking weird as stuff. Um... What else do we have? Do you have anything? I'm pulling it up right now. Or at least I'm trying to. Takeover Chicago 2018. So, uh, Shayna and Nikki Cross. I kind of like that one. Nikki Cross isn't going to win, but... And she could. I I would want her to win. Just because, I don't know, something about Shayna just I, I'm not interested in general. Uh, I think I mean, she I does still, put on pretty good matches. I think Shayna is one of the best heel women that they have. On, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On for, both sure, shows. for sure. She's such a presence. Who else? I got Lacey Evans. Come on. Um, <laughs> I I do feel that uh, Shayna will probably win because they're building Kyrie back up to. Wrestle That's what I'm her. saying. Yes. Like um, I don't think Nikki Cross is statistically going to win this match. I think it's a good matchup. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't like that she's gotten the best of Shayna two weeks in a row. Well, she she really hasn't. She's just like, oh, what the fuck is you know? It's oh, fucking Nikki Cross doing weird yeah, but shit. She, but she comes up as like. You know, she's victorious in that, you know, it's like, in that, it's like, I'm cutting a promo. I'm calling a call out promo. And guess what? I get the last uh, dialogue box because I won. She's the, <laughs> I hit combo she's one the face and, and Joker thug. She's just all over the place. dude. She's the last of the Joker thugs. The Joker thugs are all gone. They're going to SmackDown. I haven't been on it yet. So uh, whatever. There's that. Then there's uh, Ricochet Velveteen Dream. Dream. I think that's gonna be a great match. I hope it's gonna be as amazing Has, as the setup to their match like the, two or three weeks ago. That and was they're, awesome. All their setups are awesome. I think that shit where yeah, Velveteen was out on the ramp, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Ricochet just whiff like Fosbury flopped out there. Nah, and he just stood. Oh my god, that shit was fucking nuts. And he just just I saw it. I saw it. Uh, uh, there's a Twitter profile that it seems a lot of people retweet that puts up these really good gifts. Uh, called Total Divas episodes. I've seen that Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I've been following it forever, but like now is when. Well, recently in the last like year or so is when I noticed a lot of people just retweet them, and uh, I saw it there first before watching that week's NXT, and then I saw it. And I was like, oh, "This is gonna be good." Yeah, man, that was on the big nice. screen. Yeah, that's <laughs> when so I saw. It, I was like, "Yeah," that was cool as shit. He just fucking flipped out there and just landed, and just walked right up to him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Oh." Yeah, because I didn't have context for it. So then when I saw it, and it's just like, anything you can do, I can do better. And he's just like, oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I think it's going to be great. Uh, Velveteen, let's tell my buddy, he's a, and I still, like I say here, he's a good wrestler. He's very sound. When he's put in a ring with a very good wrestler, he can put on a great match. Right. So him with Ricochet will probably be a very good match. I think his his biggest problem, if, if I could criticize, yeah. would be that he... Sometimes I think he gets ahead of himself. I still think he moves a like little too fast. Right. He works. Well, 
He's like thinking faster than he can move. Yeah, he's doing a so faster then, clip. Yeah, right. Then it gets a little bit sloppy. Yes. But overall, I think he's real solid. It was the thing with the Cassius Ono. Cassius Ono is a great wrestler, but uh, Velveteen did something a little too fast, like that weird like powerbomb thing that he tried to catch him, and it just was a little yeah. too much. And it showed that, hey, he's still a little green. But I mean, he's like 21, 22. Yes, and he's got a lot Super of young dude. And I know Cena said what he said. He's the next big thing. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, Velveteen's got, he's very good. I mean, and he makes that gimmick work, get, and I yeah, hated to get that, that character over is so difficult. I hated that thing, but I think he's great now. I think it's an awesome character, but I think him and Ricochet are gonna have a great match. Um, Take that, the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea. <laughs> a similar um, gimmick. Uh, the tag match. Then yeah, it was Gargano, Ciampa, Aster Black, Lars Sullivan, and then the Undisputed Era versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Bridge. And it's gonna be Roddy, not Bobby. Bobby's there. Right, right. He'll right. probably show up. But well, I know his Roddy's leg is, a tag champ, so well they're interchangeable. And, they're just. I uh, mean, in theory, yes, but since Bobby's out, yes, they're the tag champs. Um, because I don't think Adam Cole stepping in. You know what I'm saying? No, I think it's a very good match. I think that's gonna be a good match. I I really like. Well, I hate calling him Oni Larkin. I like Biff Busick. <laughs> Those uh, two guys, Oni Larkin and uh, who is it? Uh, Danny Burch. Danny Burch. They're awesome. I, I dude, I saw him in, in, in Pines, uh, Danny Birch. Well, we saw them two together. No, we, no, no, I know, but I saw him in Pines, like in a non WWE setting, mm-hmm. and I think people didn't appreciate it at that event because it wasn't like high spot thing. It was British wrestling, yeah. type. Uh, solid, super solid. Then we saw him at the FIU thing. I mean, FIU at UM thing, fighting Lars, yeah, fighting Lars, and I was just like, well, that Man. was Oni, yeah. I mean, those guys. You know what I'm saying, like having seen them individually. Solid, like yeah. super solid. And seeing them on TV, they hit hard. I love how they just fucking hyper aggressive. So I think it's going to be great against Roddy, who's Roddy's fucking awesome anyway to begin with. I think the singles and, matches that they've had and that the tag match that they won the opportunity mm-hmm. to challenge were really good matches. Like oh yeah, super solid matches. Yes. Uh, and then even the Danny Birch one that he won, right? Yeah. Because then Only Lorcan had another one, had a so had a solo because it was Danny Birch versus Roddy. Uh huh. And then Oni Lorcan against Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I like I like the... <laughs> every time he does that, I laugh. <laughs> he posted that uh, just recently on Instagram. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait. I love that shit. And then I'm just <laughs> dying for more Pete Dunne and, and Roddy. <laughs> That'll happen sooner or later. I really feel... I was talking to my buddy, uh, talking to Chris again. I feel that sooner or later, I really want all of Undisputed to have the belts. Because there hasn't been... And I tell them, there, there isn't no stable in WWE. There's no, like... I know we. I bitch about it all the time. Yeah, there's no big guy group, and it's cool if we have the tag belts. There's no uh, evolution. Evolution, yes. Uh, Adam Cole will get the main title, which obviously he's gonna happen because they love fucking Adam Cole. And Roddy could get the North American, or and then, and then the, yeah, and then the Red Roddy. Dragons. Yeah, and then Roddy can do his thing where he turns on them and goes after Adam Cole for the belt because it's their logical progression yeah, of yeah. what they should be doing. Um, but uh, there's no U.S. belt on the line on this thing, no. No, Adam Cole's not wrestling. Yeah, yeah, Adam Cole's not wrestling. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's only these five matches. I'm pretty sure this is it. Yeah, that is it. There's nothing else because the go home shows today, unless they announce like randomly EC3 versus Adam Cole or some shit tonight. I doubt it. Uh, No, it would have been on Wikipedia already. Yeah. Um, But I think that's going to be a great match. Like I always say, TakeOver is going to be fucking awesome. There's nothing that I ever am like, oh, there's a fucking stinker, you know? I think they're going to be great. So, uh, money in the bank. Um, hmm. Oh, boy. The men's ladder match probably won't be bad. It has a lot of good people in it. It's got what? Owens, Finn, uh, fucking the man, the, the monster. Uh, who else is in it now from Raw? I uh, mean, well, Smackdown. Bobby Roode. Oh, Bobby Roode. So that's the four. Smackdown, Samoa Joe. Um, Whoever was in that stupid match. Uh, the Miz. One of the New Day. 
The Miz, one of the New Day, and uh, Rusev. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Now you're going to make a point before you got on your phone. No, no, I was going to sing. I think it was, I was going to say that was a very Great good. Match. I think that's going to be a good match. Like, because those are good people. Yeah. And the line matches aren't bad. Like, no, no, no. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at all. What are, what are the matches we got in? Besides the women's one. The women's one. Uh, well, I mean, there's Ronda. I really feel there's gonna be a fuck finish in that. I feel oh, like I feel like Stephanie's gonna show up and have uh, what's her name go heal, and then it's gonna screw Ronda over. Unless Natty, hey man, they can go full force on Ronda. Hey man, the, well they can go full force on Ronda and just make her. She tapped fucking Nia out in two minutes. I mean, it's possible. Why not? I feel bad for Nia to a degree. Well, I know Nia can fucking hurt Ronda as she does. She's not that good, <laughs> you know. And it's just been really bad. This is a bad build up. Yeah, it is. But I think. I attribute part of it to the flip-flopping of Naya. Because, I mean, she was getting a decent reception as a babyface. Yeah. I mean, the, the weird, like, anti-bullying promos. That's what I was like when he Post-match. <laughs> oh, I mean, but I mean, that's not her fault. You know what I mean? It wasn't. But it's just like how she I think that said that, it and just everything in that match. is like, oh. Well, man. I think, yeah, like, that does no... The, the character doesn't do them any uh, a service. It does them a disservice. But, I mean, you know. Like, she she's a... She was still like kind of liked as a baby face for as short a run as that was. Cause now it's just like this went from a friendly competition to like full on just I'm gonna make fun of you to your face while you're on commentary. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm gonna for get sure. in your face during this contract signing. I'm gonna belittle you and, and then I'm gonna tap out. Yeah, and the whole thing was like And then the bell's gonna ring for some reason. Yeah, and the whole thing was you can't tap me out. Well, we're just gonna give him that tap out. Well, that means that just fucking Rhonda should win because you just right. showed me right. or that, she can, that she should tap her out in like two um, two minutes. Which is hey, you know, it's either A, she can get shenanigans, or hey, we can have Rhonda just go on a tear and tap people out in two minutes. Which is fine because that's what you know Rhonda's real life character right. did, you know, so uh so then uh, well let's start at the pre-show. So yeah, the Bludgeon Brothers against the Good Brothers. Uh, but that's in the pre-show. That's yeah. It's on, they yeah. announced it on uh, SmackDown. I think the Bludgeon Brothers are gonna like destroy him. Yeah, I think so. We're too. waiting until Sanity actually shows up, and then they're right. Probably... Which apparently they debuted at a house show last week. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really random. Um, then you have the uh, you have D. Bryan versus Big Ass, a match I don't <laughs> care about, even though Daniel Bryan's in it. It's a very very shameful. Uh, Seth versus Elias. I D- don't care about that. D. Bry better fucking win that shit, and I don't see why he's Pretty not going to. Will. Uh, I mean, he's been eviscerating him just on promos. <laughs> he also destroyed him in that ring. Do you know what the whole thought of, of why he destroyed him that one day in the ring where he just yeah, ripped yeah, him apart? Nuts on him. Yeah. It's because uh, that whole thing where Cass. Oh, the midget thing. Yeah, he got a little person, the heat in the back, so they're like, get this fucking guy to get destroy him. Because, you know. like, when you saw that, it's like, why would they have that? They never let that happen. Yeah, never. Yeah, he fucking destroyed him. He hooked him and did everything like a heel should do. Uh, so then, uh, Seth and Elias, I just don't... I love Seth, but it's, I'm sure it's going to be a good match. It's but something to have care. Seth do. Right. Uh, Lashley and Sami Zayn. Oh. That is a bad feud. Sami Zayn is trying his heart out, man. He is. And it is just going to snooze. It. I will say in Raw, fucking Lashley destroyed that. That obstacle course. Yeah, that nice. thing was ridiculous to watch. New, what, 47 seconds or something like that? Yeah. And he, like, a minute. two arm pulled himself off on that rope with his legs. And I was like, oh my God, Lashley, you're so goddamn in shape. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I mean, okay, Lashley, it's really sad because it's very, Lashley's very flat right now. And I'd like this match to go a little longer, you know, um, but whatever <laughs> well you really deflated on that I one did. Quick. it's just like 
Uh, then you have Roman versus Gender. L- less said the better. At the main event level, no less. Mm. Uh, hey, man, these are two world champions. All right, going head to head. Oh, my God. Uh, then you have uh, Asuka versus Mela as Money uh, in the role of Money. Ellsworth is supposedly working with WWE again. Awesome. He it just came out that he is looking he may get hired. So I was thinking maybe Ellsworth will show up. Eh, sure, whatever. That's the only way that Mela is gonna beat Asuka. Agreed. <laughs> uh then the aforementioned Naya Ronda, AJ Shinsuke, which at this point needs to end I think that'll Shinsuke probably will... blow the house down unless they have some dumbass finish, but yes. It should. I mean As much as I want to say that I love I have nothing against AJ that he shouldn't keep the belt. Yeah. But Nakamura it's we just not, want something slightly different, I think, because they've just been champs so long. And I mean, I mean, Nakamura hey. is credible. Yes. And I think it's just a thing that people want to see to a degree. So, like, why not do it? And right. I think it, it builds story from that point forward. You know, and I'll say this. OK, this can kind of play into Okada having the belt for two years. I was never like, get it off him. And the same thing with OJ. OJ. AJ, I'm not like, get it off him because he's held it for so long. I'd, I'd love if AJ kept the belt because he's fucking awesome. Keep it on a great wrestler. It's just something about like. Oh man, if Nakamura had the belt, you could have all these other matchups. And Nakamura's a heel, so I can do this too. Right. But it's not like it's not the same thing. Like, I mean, I had a moment in Okada, like, man, if Okada lost, I can have Kenny as the fucking champion. That's cool too. Well, that's the thing though. There were several moments in Okada's run that you thought he was gonna lose. There was. Like I thought he would lose at that um a few to- a few Tokyo Domes. That Tanahashi one. The Suzuki one was ridiculous. I thought he'd lose to that where he just I mean the was- fucking Kenny one. The first Kenny one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of that, Kenny one going back to it, uh he never kicked out of the one wing and angel. Yeah, no. no one has. No one has. It's so that's very good. Finish so it's building. Wrestling. It's building to the point that someone's going to kick out of that. And it's going to be huge. And I think it's going to be Naito because I, what I feel is Naito is going to fight Kenny at the Tokyo Dome. Fine with that. Kenny will lose. No, he'll fight him probably before or something. And Okada will win the G1 and we'll have Okada against Naito. But it sucks that Kenny will just like lose it so soon. But it feel like that should be what happens. Mm-hmm. You know. We'll see. Um, anyway, go back, yeah. But Nakamura's champ is awesome. He's a bad guy. We can get some other guys, but I love Nakamura's this heel thing. And I like his, you know, one, two, three. I think that's great. And I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be the best match on that card over the men's ladder match. I really do. Yeah. See, Nakamura is another proof of concept for the Roman argument, right? Because Nakamura toward the WrestleMania match and whatever, like he lost, and you're like, God damn it, he lost. And he had, from the reactions I had read online and heard on a couple of other wrestling podcasts, like, you know, not that people were over it, but people were starting to, the interest was starting to wane on Nakamura. It's just like, all right, man, this dude keeps losing. Like, what makes him interesting, right? You have the heel turn all of a sudden, and like, the character can do so much more. Mm -hmm. So then... It, it kind of grabs your interest again. Yeah. You're just like, yo, this, he keeps nutshotting this guy. Okay. They kicked each other in the nuts now. Like, what is he did? Happening? He nutshotted Rusev. <laughs> did he? Yeah. On Smackdown. <laughs> he fucking nutshot. I was like, ah, King of Nutshots. <laughs> king of Nuts style. Yeah, King of Nuts style. Right? Um, so, yeah, I just, you know, and I, I mean, I think he's he's getting over. He's getting this heel character over. I mean, people yeah. are booing the shit out of him. Yeah. But I think slowly but surely that it'll get him back over again. I love his goddamn intro song, too. Oh, I know. It's so good. Super good. Super good. Um, then it's the men's. The match. men's, which I already talked about. And then the women's uh, ladder match. I the I mean I can't really guess on who's gonna win these things because it can be any fucking person in these matches. I think it's awesome that there are three women's matches on this card though. That's cool. 
I mean, you know, one of them happen. is whatever the Ronda match and the, that's no, for a title. Though. I know, but it's sad that that's her first match against. I, I thought it was totally. They kind of built it to be her against Natty, you know. But they could have where Ronda wins and then Natty wins, and yeah. lo and behold, we have our thing. Um, yeah, no, there's, there's no. If it was up to me, though, I'd want Bliss to win. I love Bliss. No, I feel either Becky. I feel Becky. I think storytelling it would make sense for Becky or Natty. Just so she can go yeah, against yeah, yeah. Ronda, and then that would mean a SmackDown guy should win. Yeah, but thing. see, oh no, Natty is on Raw. That's yes, right. I, I keep thinking of her. And then SmackDown is what Joe, one of the new day guys. They're not going to win. God, um, if it's Big E, that'd be amazing. Joe could win it. I'd want Big E to win. That's my pick. It's my underdog. They always pick. have Kofi and that Money in the Bank, and that's the they smart do. thing to do. Put him in. But they haven't announced anybody all this time. I know it's just gonna. They're it's gonna be like all three. They're gonna come out, and then it's gonna be who's ever. I hope it's Big E because Big E fits in the in the. It's big guy match. match. Style. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so I'm intrigued by that. So we'll see. I mean, next week we'll talk about those two shows. Obviously, we'll probably talk about a lot about this is Takeover. No Dominion. I'll tell you that. No, it's not gonna be Dominion. I mean, Takeover is gonna be very good. Yeah, yeah. I have no qualms about that, but it ain't gonna be no goddamn Dominion. So if you haven't seen it, please, it's only like eight ninety eight hundred ninety nine yen. It's like nine bucks of your fucking money. Go watch that goddamn match or see it somewhere you can. But Kenny Omega versus uh, Okada. And it's 90 minutes, I think. It's like an hour. Hour 20. 20 24 seconds. I mean, if you can watch all the other ones. I think 64 minutes change. Yeah. If you can watch all the other ones building up to it, it gives it a better story. But still, this match is fucking nuts. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Also, uh, I'm wearing my Cabrillo shirt. Yeah, bro. Uh, so that's it. This is once again your host, Rocky. And Rick. We'll that's catch an you next abrupt week. Ending. You know, peace. Peace. There's nothing else to talk about. Goodbye. Wasn't that a great episode? I wanted to make sure to not only that I'm coming at the beginning of this episode, but I'm also coming in at the end just to keep reminding everybody that listens and loves us. Wink, wink, that you can always head over to our Patreon. You know, it's a thing we're trying to get into more, help maybe create more content, get more involved with the community, see who listens and get some feedback and just be more direct. So if you go to patreon.com, slash parts unknown pod then you know you'll be able to help us out you know get things rolling see if we can get like a nice little thing going over there and maybe up the quality do some more things video games maybe patreon i mean not patreon i'm sorry periscope live broadcasts you know whatever just interacting with the community more we know that wrestling fans love to talk about all sorts of wrestling things so yeah go give us a look over there patreon.com slash parts unknown pod thanks a lot Until next week.